You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 76. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another epic episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I am a business consultant and coach who has helped hundreds of women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent five-figure months and then on to six-figure years without burning out in the process. Now, I often just assume that everyone knows what it entails when you work with a business consultant and coach. However, the truth is many people don't have a freaking clue. How do I know this? Because I get asked regularly to bring on some of my one-on-one coaching clients and also clients from my group coaching program, Profit Pillars, because people have told me that they're curious to know what does it actually look like to have a business consultant and coach, and more importantly, how does it actually help their business to grow? So today I'm thrilled to bring on the podcast, Jesse King from the Admin Hatch, who is currently a one-on-one coaching client. And in this episode, we're going to explore what made Jesse take the jump to invest in herself, but also her business. I'm actually going to be coaching Jesse on this podcast about something she's currently struggling with so that you can see and hear, I guess because it is a podcast, not an actual show, hear people, what it actually entails when I coach and what has worked with her and having me as her coach to date. But before we jump into this episode, I just want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my 12-month group coaching program, Profit Pillars. My 12-month group coaching program for women business owners who are ready to take action and to grow profitable businesses. The program includes the complete Profit Pillar training system with videos, PDF guides, and more, monthly live strategy sessions, monthly hot seat sessions, monthly mastermind classes with guest experts, 24-7 access to our private VIP Facebook community, world-class member support, and special bonuses and secret surprises along the way. To learn more about my 12-month group coaching program, you can head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on the program. Now, let's get into this amazing episode with Jesse King. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, yes, and it has been a pleasure getting to know you over the last six months as one of my one-to-one coaching clients. But before we get into that, I do want to know how is beautiful Tasmania today? It is actually really nice down here today. It's 31 degrees and sunny. Dude, that is, which again is for those of you that don't know, Tassie's uh, temperature can be a little bit temperamental at times. So the fact that you guys are at 31 degrees already and so early into summer is quite warm. Yes, I am in a dress today for the first time in months, so feeling <laughs> good. <laughs> yes, you got to take the sunny days as much as you can. Now, one of the things that I like to kind of get into is asking you a little fun question before we get into the, the you know deepness of this episode. So I'd like to ask you the fun question. My fun question for you is, what is your actual favorite place in Tasmania and why do you like it? 
Oh, that is a really good question. Um, I am all for Salamanca. Um, so it is a strip in Hobart where it's got heaps of nice restaurants. Um, it's got a really nice park there. And it's just a really good spot to hang out with friends and family. So yeah, that would probably be my favourite place. But I'm also a bit of an introvert. So I do like my home as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I can totally appreciate the essence of the comfort of your own home. But listen, when I listen, I used to live down in Tassie and I do used to love going to the Salamanca markets on the uh, weekend. It is a beautiful vibe. I mean, it, it is little people overload for my liking at the end of it, but knowing that I'm a local and could come and go as I please is always lovely, but it is a beautiful uh, atmosphere on a Saturday. Uh, I don't know if they do it on Sunday or just Saturday. I can't remember, but I always love going down there. Yeah, no, it's really good down there. And they've got my favorite all-time restaurant down there. So um, yeah. And which is? Do you have to you have to plug uh, it now? Oh yeah, uh, Rockwall, which I'm sure for any Tasmanians listening or anyone who has experienced Salamanca has probably been there, and it is incredible. All right, I'll have to add. We are coming to Tassie in January, so I may have to add that to the list. Yes. Maybe we may have to meet up there. Is what we yes. may need to do, Jess? Is what we Let may need to do. do let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, you and I. I've been your business consultant, uh, you know, coach for the last six months, and like I said at the beginning, it has been fabulous seeing you grow within these six months. You are actually one of the quickest action takers I know. All of my clients take action, but you're like next level action taker. Um, And so today I just want to have a chat to you and, and with the audience about, I really want to showcase what it looks like to coach with me and what that looks like just for anyone in general and whether or not they're, they're going to coach with me or whether or not they coach with someone else, but about the benefits of really being able to have someone that keeps you accountable, someone that keeps you on track, someone that kind of gets to know you without it being your husband or your partner who really they probably don't care about or your friend who's just going to agree with everything you say. So today I really want to you know, explore what that looked like for you going from that overwhelm to gaining the, some of the clarity you have in the last six months. But in order to kind of give the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do, I'd love for you just to explain a little bit about your business and how you first had, um, you know, like what in you made you go, shit, I might, I need to probably need to start changing things up. So tell us a little bit about your business first, Jesse. Yeah, for sure. So my business is called The Admin Hatch. So basically, we virtually take care of administrative tasks for growing businesses so they can focus on the growth of their business and increasing their profitability without the added stress of doing everything on their own. So we specialize in offering business projects and accounts administration to growing businesses. Um, We started in January. So I started with myself and another girl. Um, I am the owner and founder but I have an employee and since then we've grown and I now have three employees and myself. Um, So following on from that, when I realized that I needed a business coach was probably about four or five months ago um, where I just felt so overwhelmed by everything. Um, I'm a mum as well. So I have mum life. Uh, I'm at uni and I also had my business and my business was doing pretty okay. But I just knew that I needed help to focus my energies and efforts on the things that were going to get me to my long term goal, which is why I got in touch with you. But I did also get in touch with you when I first started my business. So mm-hmm. I did know about you. And you did, which is interesting because I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about because you and I did initially meet 
and then you're like, nope, it's all right. I'm good. I don't need a coach mm-hmm. right now. And then like you said, four months in, you reach down and you're like, okay, I actually think I need a coach right now. Like I need someone, a, a consultant. I need someone to be able to advise me, guide me, and just tell me what I need to do to get to that, that end goal. So can you tell, um, tell us a little bit or explain a little bit about what, what actually made you kind of take that jump and really realize that investing in your business is something that's going to be important to you, but to the, the business and ultimately your family? What was it that you're like, shit, I got to pick up the phone now four months later and actually say, I'm going to yeah. need some help? So right from the get-go, um, obviously before starting my business, I was on maternity leave and I was doing a lot of research into running a business and managing a business. And something that kept on popping up in podcasts that I was listening to and books that I was reading was investing in a business coach. So I knew before starting business that by having a business coach, it would be really beneficial for me. But I think one of the things like my biggest obstacle was the financial investment. Mm -hmm. And because I was bootstrapping my business, I just didn't have the financial backing to invest in a business coach so early on. But when I got four months in, I soon realized that it was just going to streamline my business so much and help with the growth and profitability of my business by engaging someone to help me um, build a sustainable business, I guess. So, I was listening to your podcasts. uh, I was on your Facebook group. I was probably one of your number one stalkers. (laughs) I love a good I remember driving to one of my client's offices and I was listening to a podcast of yours and I can't remember which episode it was, but the whole way down, I was just nodding my head and I was thinking, yes, this is me. Like I need help. And I went onto your Facebook group and I read through one of your posts um, and it was a post about kindness and everything like that. And then I just realized I needed you in my life. So that's when I sent you a message and the rest is history. And boom, we're here now. And so obviously you're like, yep, this is, you're driving along and you're like, yep, I finally need my help. But what was it like? Can you kind of pinpoint what was it that like the specific things you were facing at that particular time where you're like, I need some help or strategy around this? So at that stage, I had two employees on and I was just like, I find that I... Um, not blowing smoke up my bottom, but I'm pretty knowledgeable. I'm doing a degree in business um, mm-hmm. in marketing and HR. So I thought, you know what? I can just use the internet, podcasts, books to piece it all together for me. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I just felt so overwhelmed. There were just so there was so much more to business that I realized. And I was just I was overwhelmed. I was doing long days. I was trying to juggle mum life as well as business life. And it just hit me that I needed someone who had the knowledge and the experience and the understanding um, of business to be able to mentor me and guide me in the right direction. So I was focusing on um, the tasks within my business that were going to be beneficial for me. I was finding I was doing a lot of working on my business a lot and I was doing tasks that weren't probably benefiting me in the long term. Um, So that's why I just knew in that moment, I just needed some help with the chaos and with the overwhelm and just to really um, hone in on what the service offering was that I was going to be providing. So then I could set, set myself up for success. Mm -hmm. And we can talk a little bit about that too. When you came to me, you know, we had one particular ideal client and demographic, but in the next, in the last kind of six months, we've worked out actually, they're probably not your ideal client. Would you agree? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, 
I, when I first uh, engaged your services, my ideal client was men who were in their mid forties mm-hmm. and who had uh, their independent or like an independently owned business and they were struggling with their admin tasks. I soon realized that they are still my target market, mm-hmm. but it is more growing businesses. Mm-hmm. My my target market now are businesses who are in that growth stage who need the support. Um, so then they're not having to do it all on their own and so they can be like can grow and be profitable. But it did take me a little while to uh, pull down my I guess I had some like shutters on and I didn't want to see it. Um, But at that time, they were my main clients that I had on board. So that's why I thought that was my target market. But what we found out though, is like you said, it's still not that you're not servicing them. So the thing is, is your primary ideal client, you can have multiple ideal clients per se, but the one that we use in our content strategy and our messaging and everything is going to our new ideal client that we've been able to work out. And the guys in that construction field, et cetera, they're more like your secondary ideal client. So you're still work. It's not not like you're saying no to them, but they're coming to you. They have found you um, and they're okay with that. And you, you know, so yeah, so it is important for you, those of you that are listening that, you know, so many times people say you must have one ideal client. And I disagree with that. You can have different types of ideal clients, but you still need to choose one that you're kind of targeting messaging to even on your Facebook ads. Like I just had a gentleman that I saw at the Queensland state government because I'm a business mentor for them there. Now I don't market to, to males. Uh, he's looking at signing me. So it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you get to still choose who you work with at the end of the day, even if you have one primary ideal client uh, and with your skill set and what you do from, uh, you know, all the tasks and administration stuff that you're able to support people with, you could support a variety of businesses, but we're just choosing choosing to hone in on one cohort so we can really make that efficient and yeah, precise on that. That's so, exactly right. Now, I also like the listeners to kind of get a feel about what coaching looks like, Jesse. And obviously, you know, you and I have an hour session or two hour sessions, depending on what works with your schedule. So this isn't this is going to be a very quick kind of scenario about what this looks like. But I want you to kind of, like I said, I want to give the listeners a taste of what it looks like. So can you give me an example? I know you and I are catching up in a couple of weeks for our next session, but we'll kind of fast forward one of those things you want to bring to the table to bring here today. So what's something that you're currently kind of stuck on and that you want to hit me up on next session that we can kind of crank out here to show the listeners, uh, you know, what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously, I guess for me, um, just how we were talking about how I've come to realize that I have a few different types of ideal clients and my target market has shifted a little bit. Um, I'm still business to business, but I would really like to know how I can con- better connect with my audience um, on Instagram Mm -hmm. um, because that's where they are. They're on Instagram and LinkedIn, but more so I want to focus on Instagram first before um, moving on to LinkedIn. Yeah, no, perfect. Okay. So as we, as you just said, you've moved from more of like the LinkedIn over to Instagram and you do a really great job. But one of the things that I've seen, and again, I would have brought up with you is around Instagram stories. As we know, when I attended Social Media Marketing World in America in March, it was one of the biggest things that my sales nerd talked about was Instagram stories and how it's really the platform is ultimately rewarding businesses for utilizing the stories. So in your instance, with the shift of your ideal um, client, you know, and even though it's still B2B, is that so many people are eating up stories right now. And so it would be great for us to be able to showcase to your your audience what Jesse is both from a human element and the agency collectively because again it's not just Jesse you've got it like you said your team what does that look like behind the scenes and then ultimately how can we keep reinforcing the stories how they could work with you 
And just that, just we really need to like really look at developing a little more in depth in our session. But a story is just that there's a beginning, a middle and an end. So if you start the day with, hey, everyone, it's Jesse here, maybe your team will take over for the day and show them what is it like in the life of, you know, Zoe, for example. Um, but we want to go again, the beginning. So we show them the morning. We then might show them a few tasks about what you've been working on in the day. We then might do a little hit and one of the stories about how they can book in for a discovery call with you. And then we'll wrap up. Okay, we're just closing shop for the rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. So it's really important that we do that. Also with stories, you know, make them fun. You can do polls in there. So we could ask them, you know, uh, a question about what are you currently struggling with with your business in regards to admin tasks? And then when they answer you, Jess, what we could be doing is then that means they're in your DM now. And now you can start a dialogue with them. Now, it may feel right at that stage to say, hey, and you've been talking back and forth. Hey, I'd love to offer to hop on a discovery call to see how I might be able to help you more. Or not everyone's going to be at that stage yet. But if you can move them from your story into the, your DM, that's when you really start to have those personal relationships and those human-to-human connections. And therefore, I'm a huge believer of people. I was just speaking at the retreat last weekend about conversations equal conversions. So the more conversations we can have with people in that DM and get them over to a discovery call, the more likely you are to get those conversions, Jess. So that's kind of a nutshell about how I would start to break that down. And then obviously in our session, we would be a little bit more in depth about what type of stories, what can we plan, what needs to go in them. But how does that feel for you? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely agree. And with Instagram stories, I should also note that what we can do is you can still add a location to your Instagram stories and you can add up to 10 hashtags in your Instagram stories too. So people are still utilizing and looking for those. So, uh, and you can hide those. So people are like, oh, I don't want to have 10 hashtags sitting there. We can minimize those hashtags behind some of your words so no one even knows there's, they're there. So adding those hashtags in that location will also be an added bonus for us to increase your reach and visibility. Yeah, cool. So cool. All right. So we've got a little bit about how the coaching works. We've talked a little bit about your overwhelm and kind of gaining that clarity. I'd like to ask you again, and you can be as kind or not kind as you want. I'm totally okay with that. (laughs) But what has been your favorite part with working with me as your business consultant and coach? Yeah, look, that's a really good question. Um, Because there's lots of aspects I really enjoy. Um, The biggest one for me is bringing me clarity, Um, just going from sort of like an organized hot mess (laughs) to (laughs) thinking that I knew what I was doing to now really feeling confident in my service offerings. But the biggest thing that I really enjoy working with you is that just having your support and knowing that you're there um, and also that you you aren't afraid to share um, your knowledge. And obviously, um, that's why I signed up with you is because I was just, you were just giving away so much free content um, on your podcasts, in your Facebook groups, um, and also on your blog. So, I thought if that's what you're giving away to your, you know, your audience, imagine what you're going to give away to your one-on-one clients. Mm. And I haven't been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not afraid to share your knowledge and your information that you have to help um, me grow and um, create and build a sustainable and profitable business. So, that would be my favorite all-time thing. You're all-time. Well, thank you for that. And now, for those listeners that are sitting on the fence going, yeah, yeah, yada, yeah, the new year's coming. I need to change something. And listen, I'm all about, you know, change and taking action and all that. But my thing is, is 
For those listeners sitting on the fence and wanting to work with a business coach or sign up for, say, a 12-month group coaching program that I have, what words of encouragement would you give to them? Oh, just do it. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I wish I had have done it right from the very start, uh, as most of your clients probably do, but that's not how it turned out. But my words of encouragement are uh, listen for example, if it's going to be you, Ange, listen to your podcasts, read your blogs, join your Facebook group and book in for that free 30-minute discovery call um, because they're all the things that made me realise that you were the right fit for me and for my business and you will not regret it. I have just, I have a long-term goal in place now and within that we have lots of short-term goals to get to that and it's just just brought so much clarity to me and I now know where I need to be spending my time and my business has grown so much um, ever since I have engaged you as my business coach. Well, no, that's and there's lovely. things that we've done that I would not have been able to do on my own. So, yeah, highly recommend. It is worth it. Well, thank you for that. And again, for those that are sitting on the fence, whether or not it's me or someone else, I always talk yeah. about test driving, right? Oh, Go If yes. people, if you're about to sign up for someone or someone's program and they're going to not let you test drive, and I've used this example in other podcasts before, you don't go to BMW or Range Rover or those places and go, I'm going to take the, you know, the $200,000 car. Don't want to see the inside. I'm not going to test drive it. Just, just sign me up. If they're not prepared to give you time, so you know, you're the right fit and that they know they're the right fit and can move your business forward. Those are one of just many red flags. If you can't go to Google and find the person that you want to, to engage in as a coach, again, another red flag, because you should ultimately being able to see them either in an online presence um, or an offline presence. Again, they're, their name will get out there, good or bad. Um, and always ask too, like, hey, uh, this is really great, but I'd love to speak with one of your current one of your current students, one of your ex-students that have, you know, wrapped up with you. If they're not willing to put you in contact with people, then that's another red flag. So again, whether or not it's me or someone else, just be mindful that you can always, you know, you want to make sure that you're engaging in the right person because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. And, you know, it's it's an intimate relationship from the point of view is that, again, you know, there are tears, there's laughter, there's all that. And that's important that you're going to be able to have those, you know, that closeness with the person you're working with. Yeah, 100%. And um, just on that, uh, before engaging you, I did like um, have an experience with another another business coach, which was a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess what I want to tell your listeners as well is if you do have that bad experience with one, don't give up on it um, mm-hmm. because you may well just find your match the next time. And um, I like obviously uh, we've just done six months and we're signing on for another six months because it is just something that is so beneficial um, to my business. So thanks for that. And I do agree with you, Jess, is that I'd, I don't know how many discovery calls I do in a month where I hear these horrific stories that women in business have had with people who have never ran their own business. They don't have any social or personable skills uh, and, or quite frankly, they've got no strategic skill set, right? So again, never give up. Always, I mean, I'm not saying don't be cautious, but just know that there mm. are good people out there um, that will do the right thing. The last question, Jess, two last questions actually. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started in business? Not just from a business coach, but just collectively in business. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started? 
how important it is to have a strategy in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first four months, I was sort of treading water and uh, my business sort of expanded a lot quicker than I had anticipated. Um, so I guess for me, the biggest thing that I have learned is it is so important to have a strategy in place. Even if you're not working on it every single day, um, it's just good to know where you're going to be going and mm-hmm. what you're going to be striving for. So then you can just, whatever decision that you make on a day-to-day basis, you've just got that in the back of your mind. And that for me has been um, the biggest thing that I wish I had known from the start. And I know there's a great book by Emma Emma Isaac, you know, who's in, you know, she owns business chicks and called (laughs) winging it. And, you know, I think there's an element, I think we all start off by winging it. Absolutely. But there Mm -hmm. comes a time where if you really want to grow, you're going to have to no longer start to wing it. And something that I shared ages ago on the podcast was when my coach this past year obviously goes, well, if you keep doing what you're doing, that's why you're a six-figure business and I'm a seven-figure business. And at the beginning, I was like, damn, she did not just say that to me. But it's the reality, right? Is that you can only keep doing things the same way before you actually need to end up doing them a little bit more tight or a, bit, a little bit more strategic. So great advice on that about having that strategy. And for those listeners, Jesse, that may need help with their administration tasks in order to get them out of the overwhelm and being able to really work on, on growing their business versus being in their business, how can they find you? Uh, the best place to find me is on Instagram, um, which is just the admin hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also uh, find me on my website. But if you're wanting to have a chat with me, that's probably the best place to get in touch with me. And that's where uh, most of everyone that I have a connection with, I've found on Instagram. On Instagram. And what yeah. is your website address if they do want to hop over there and potentially book yeah. in for a discovery call? So my website is theadminhatch.com.au. All right. Fantastic. And just a reminder before we sign off that my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And as I mentioned earlier, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it, especially on your Instagram stories and tagging me at Angela Henderson Consulting or share it on whatever social media platform you love. I'd also love if you could subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And if you also feel like it, leave a review because leaving a review means I get to serve more people. I wish you a fantastic day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks so much, Jesse, for being on today. And I hope you have a fab day down in Tassie also. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au